Welcome to another episode of Talk Back to the Teacher podcast. I'm your host, Yo Teacher. And I also have a guest with me today. As promised, I bring you interviews with some of my favorite students. This one is no exception. Today I bring you Miss Carla Martinez. She had the unique privilege of being one of my first students in the state of Texas back in 2011, which makes her a class of 2015 graduate. She remembers class, third period. So that's good. She'll also tell you that math, not even all that important right now. Kind of broke my heart, but I'm gonna pull it together for this interview. She has a couple big announcements for this one. Um, She tells you how she kind of took a different turn with her career. Um, But yet, she's really happy with where she's at. Big news, big announcements, it's all dropping here. So, without further ado, Carla Martinez, now is your time to talk back to the teacher. So cool. (laughs) Actually, doing pretty great. Can't complain. But yeah, it's been a crazy week, and it's not even over yet, so. It's only Wednesday. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) This is going to be fun. This is cool. Because you were in my first class teaching at Lake Highlands Freshman Center. Yeah, um, and I remember it clearly. And I, you taught my sister, too. So. Wait a minute. Who, who, who's your sister? Leslie Pena. That's your, Oh, yes, yes, yes. That is your sister. Yeah. Okay, but I taught you first, and then I had her, like, years after, a couple of years after? couple years after, yeah. She, she was the COVID class, 2020 or 2021. 2020 is when it hit. So her... Yeah. Oh wow! I forgot that was your sister. Yeah, we have different last names, so uh-huh. I can see why. <laughs> okay. What do you remember from the freshman center? Like, do you remember kids who were in your math class? I actually do, but I don't speak really to anybody that was in my math class, or really, really students from like Highlands in general. Yeah. Just remember a few from math class. Really? Okay, so comments topics that we talk about or if you want people to listen to it get it everywhere Why okay not? here's my first question you ready i'm ready what is the most useless piece of math information that is like stuck in your brain for some reason but you never use <laughs> <laughs> listen i i know you were my math teacher and probably one of my favorite math teachers but math just was never my subject and i'm sure you you know that because you were my math teacher and i feel like math has always been considered a very important subject but i do not use math at all in my everyday life really (laughs) my job like it was so stressful to me in all school like even in middle and elementary school i always struggled with numbers and I feel like I was always told, well, like, math is one of the most important subjects, which I'm sure it is, but I don't use it in my everyday life. You know what? I appreciate your honesty, and you don't have to use math all the time. I will say this. I remember you in class, and I remember you doing well in my class. So you can't say that you've always struggled in math because in Algebra 1, 2011 at Lake Highlands Freshman Center, you rocked it. And whether you think you mastered it or remember it all, I know you passed and you moved on to the next class. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to let you just say you didn't always understand math. 
Because whether you learned it just to pass a test or for quizzes or for exams, you passed your EOC, your, and you know, you had to pass that. You took care of business when you had to. I commend you for that. Well, thank you. <laughs> so when I had you in class, you were one of my first students when I moved in the state of Texas. What do you remember? Do you, what do you remember about the class? Who do you remember from the class? Anyone? I remember faces. Well, I think Gracie. What Gracie was in that class? You remember her? I do remember Gracie. Oh, she was adorable. Yeah, I remember her. She was one of uh, my first friends at Lake Highlands, actually, and I met her through your class. Um, okay. I remember still, I had you for third period, and then her and I, I met there, and then we had orchestra after, and then we had the same lunch after, so there's that. Um, but really, other than that, I only remember faces. I don't remember names in the class. So I remember faces, too, and I never remember who was in what period. And, you know, multiple students were involved, but I can never fully remember, like, who was in that class. But it's crazy that you remember Gracie. And I remember, like, I can see her face. And obviously, this is a 2011 face that I can picture. <laughs> I can picture her. I really can. I can picture you in 2011 as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I remember. I just remember her because I clearly remember her being, like, one of my first friends. And I was... I was also new to just the district in general. I didn't go to like Lake Highlands Middle School or elementary, so I was freshly new as well. And then she was one of my first friends at Lake Highlands. That's awesome. Let's let's take a stroll down memory lane. 2011, you're a freshman. Can you remember what you thought life was going to look like after you graduated? Like, did you have a master plan of what you thought you were going to do or what kind of career you aspired to have at that point? I did, actually. So I joined newspaper all throughout high school. So mm -hmm. freshman, sophomore, junior and senior year. I remember that. And I really thought I was going to like, OK, I'm going to graduate. I'm going to go to UNT. I'm going to do broadcast journalism and communications. And like it was all planned out. And then I graduated, didn't even try to apply to UNT. I was like, let me just go to community college uh -huh. I did that for a while. And then I was like, OK, I'm ready. I'm going to apply to UNT. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, OK, well, I'm going to wait for this to kind of phase out. And then it lasted a lot longer than I thought. By the time things started to feel a little normal, I was like, well, I don't even want to do journalism anymore. Um, and then that's kind of where I am now, still trying to figure out, do I even, like, at this point, do I even want to go back to school? Um, do I want to do, like, a short career? I looked into dental hygiene. Toward, um, I toured a school called Concord. I was like, I don't know if that's for me. No, Concord um, is, uh-huh. But right now, I mean, right now I'm at a job that I really, really like and it, it's promising. I mean, I kind of climbed the corporate ladder and made my way up. I worked for property management and I work in the corporate office. So that's nice. I like what I do. I mean, and ultimately, that's always kind of the end game or the goal that we want a lot of our students to have. We want you to find somewhere where it feels like, you know, you've got a niche, um, you've got a set of skills that work out really well for what you're doing. And then obviously, like you said, there's opportunities for growth and promotion, even though it wasn't the original idea you had maybe in 2011, where you find yourself in 2023 is you just said you're happy, which that's great. And you enjoy what you're doing. 
And let me tell you, if you can do those two things, you're, you're on the right path, sister. So congrats to that. Thank you. Thank you. So we are friends on social media. Mm-hmm. And within the last month, there was a big announcement that you had on social media. Am I right? Yes, actually. Yeah, I did. Just I just got engaged. Okay, well, well, tell me about the lucky gentleman. <laughs> um, yeah, so his name is Jimmy. He's actually also into Lake Highlands. He's a little younger than me. So I already asked him if he had you as a teacher, and he said no. Uh, but his name is Jimmy, and yeah, he went to Lake Highlands, and we used to uh, be servers at Blue Goose Tex-Mex. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever heard of Blue Goose. But... Uh, 100% I've heard of it. I've eaten there. <laughs> yeah, we used to work there together, and that's where we met, and we had a lot of like mutual friends. Uh, that Blue Goose location we worked at, we had actually a lot of uh, Lake Highlands students. I don't know if you uh, might know any of them, but uh, we, like Andy Lee, Andy Lee Sale worked with us, um, Adriana, Victoria, you might know Victoria Ochoa. Um, yes, and, I do. Yeah, I we all worked there together, and yeah, that's how we met. Mm-hmm. That's great. So, shed some light on the proposal. How'd that go? Because I saw pictures, but I mean, I'm sure there's a story to be told, right? Yeah, for context, um, where do I even begin? So I've been working in property management for a while. The last company that I was working for was not, it was just, I outgrew it. Um, And then I came across this new company, Cortland, and I've been here since January and I really, really like it. And so with working for property management, you kind of tend to hop around with apartments um, because you get to like live for the company you work for and like you get a discount and all these cool things. And so this new company that I work for was like really, really nice. They're like luxury apartments and I just me and my family like we're just very traditional and because we were just at that point in life where okay like what's the next step for like our relationship like we kind of just decided to take the leap like okay well we want to start saving towards a house like let's move in together we we can save money that way Mm -hmm. um things like that and then he spoke with my parents um asked for my hand and then oh yes later um, at Grapevine Lake, and yeah, I was like completely surprised. I wasn't expecting it. Um, I haven't been able to think much about the engagement yet. I am going to a Taylor Swift concert this weekend, so that's my only focus right now. And then after that, I can start <laughs> wedding planning and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Congratulations to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay, you said what concert's coming up? Taylor Swift. She's performing at AT&T. She has three shows and she oh, sold out all three of them. That is right. Okay. I was going to say, I, I know they added a couple extra shows and funny story. One of the counselors at Lake Highlands high school just posted like a quick clip um, from her concert in Vegas and she sold out multiple shows in Vegas. And I keep hearing about the number of people that are coming to see her at AT&T. So, and the difference between the amount of people you can pack into a stadium, whether it's uh, American Airlines Arena, where they normally have basketball games, as opposed to AT&T Stadium, where they have football games. Mm-hmm. I heard that for this three-day series of shows, this is going to be the most attended, supposedly one of the most uh, attended Taylor Swift events of, a, of like a weekend ever. <laughs> insane, like... I I can go this could be like a whole nother podcast that we do but 
I just feel like people don't understand like the, Taylor Swift herself like I feel like people who don't listen or know about her it's just like another artist but she really it's like a whole fandom like take for Marvel for example like her songs and her her music videos and her easter eggs like they just all tie in together and um she has just fans of all ages it's just insane like the attention that she brings to her to her shows I wasn't always into Taylor Swift until I went to her the last concert that she had for Reputation which was also at AT AT&T my best friend was so into Taylor Swift and she kind of dragged me with her and then ever since then I was like okay I get it now oh so so it makes sense yeah I'm like, I get it now. And then ever since then, I've been like a diehard Swifty and I'm so happy we were able to get tickets for this weekend. And I actually, uh, you brought up price. I actually did not pay as much as you would think. My ticket was only $144, which to me isn't bad. <laughs> okay. Um, I would have been willing to spend a lot more, but with <laughs> Taylor Swift, it's, you kind of get what you get because the, the ticket master just kind of froze on everybody. So. So between Ticketmaster for Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster for Beyonce, Ticketmaster is getting a whole lot of backlash, specifically because the markup prices, the fees that they're charging. I saw someone bought a a Beyonce ticket for $5,000, which to me is absolutely absurd. But that individual paid $430 in fees. And from what I understand, the amount of fees really doesn't make a difference. For example, if I bought a football ticket to watch the Cowboys play at AT AT&T Stadium, or if I bought a basketball ticket to watch the Mavs play at American Airlines Center there, the processing and what it takes to purchase that ticket and then email it to you with that individual QR code or that barcode that's used to scan, it does not vary. So it doesn't cost any more to do that for then, or it shouldn't cost any more to do that for Taylor Swift as it would for a Mavs game, as it would for a Cowboys game, or if it would for a Stars game or Beyonce. But somehow these prices, the fees are associated with the ticket price and they just charge fees at a specific rate based on what the price is. And so me being like a numbers nerd, I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. But people are, people are passionate about it. I equate Taylor Swift, you would put in what genre of music? That's the thing with Taylor Swift is like, I feel like she sings a little bit about everything. Like she started out country uh-huh. um, and then she kind of got into pop, but now right. she has like, she really, she really just does have a little bit of everything. And then that's another thing about this tour. That's why it's such a major show. So it's going to be a three hour set list just for Taylor Swift. So she's going to be on stage for three hours, no breaks. And she's, it's called her Eras Tour because she's singing from all, all her albums. Really, I can't, I can't put her in a single genre because she sings a little bit of everything. Well, what I will tell you is that her following, whether it be country or whether it be pop, I think the only rival right now is kind of like the beehive for Beyonce. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's always the, the memes you see on social media that are like, don't come for Tay Tay or yeah. I'm a Swifty. Like that means I'll go to war for Taylor. And very much if you say anything negative about Beyonce, the beehive will swarm <laughs> those kind of oh, things. Yeah, yeah. And these are really, really passionate fans that absolutely love their favorite artists. Oh, yeah, and definitely. yeah, I, I love the passion that they have. It kind of creeps me out a little bit because sometimes I feel like they take it too far, but 
I love I, I love the fact that she is willing to do a three hour set. Um, I've yeah. paid hundreds of dollars for a ticket for a show, and the headliner performs for fifty five minutes, and you've got opening acts that aren't as you know on the same level as this. But Taylor's gonna rock a show. They're going to absolutely pack that entire arena, and it's oh, climate yeah. controlled, <laughs> so it's not like you're outdoor in Dallas and it's a hundred degrees outside or anything with humidity, you're indoors at Jerry world. So I bet it's going to be an amazing experience. I'm glad you get to have that. Oh, definitely. Um, she's doing the, she's actually having a three hour show because typically she has meet and greets. Um, her mom will choose like fans from the crowd for her to meet after the show. Uh-huh. She's not doing that this time because her mom's actually immunocompromised. She's sick and uh, with like COVID and all that going on. Um, she's replacing that with, uh, I guess an extra hour of showtime, which is really cool. Okay. That's mm-hmm. nice that she's still willing to put that on for her fans and give them that experience to enjoy that as well. Definitely. You were class of 2015 mm-hmm. and you graduated. So what do you remember most about high school? Is there anything that stands out to you? experiences that you remember vividly that taught you something or like a life lesson like give me a quick synopsis of high school and something you recall that is important to you for me it would have to be I don't know how to put it in words but I guess like like if I could talk to any high schooler there now or any high schooler in general is like it's not like what you wear, what your who your friends are like. Yeah, well, who your friends are do matter because they could lead you to right paths or wrong paths. But um, I feel like in school, like you worry so much about like, uh, it, it, am I wearing the right outfit? Am I like, oh, I didn't get invited to this or I don't have the right dress for prom. And like, it really does not matter. Ten years <laughs> later, it doesn't matter. Like none of it. None of that does. I kind of wish I focused more on school and less on what people thought. That's really all I can say about that. Okay. I I think that's actually really wise and kind of sage advice to give to anyone who's listening. Funny thing is, uh, I I had a student in my office earlier today and they were like, what do you like? What do you do after school? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, when you're not a counselor, like, do you just go home? And I was like, well, yeah, like I don't live at the school. But I was like, I have a wife, I have kids. And I was like, you know, sometimes I talk to former students and the young lady was like, ask them what kind of advice you would give to. She's a she's a graduating senior Mm -hmm. and she's excited about what's coming next. But at the same time, she's a little nervous Mm -hmm. just because it's unknown. And she's looking at schools that are out of state. She's thinking about going to California. She's looking at one in New York two in Louisiana and like another one in I think Florida. And she's like, how am I supposed to survive away from home? And I was like, well, that's one of the experiences you get to have. And you'll find out one way or another if you're okay being a dozen hours away from home or a three hour flight away from home, that kind of a thing. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I, looking back, I've always been somebody who just stresses a lot and always focused on I always worry about the next day and I don't even know even know if the next day is coming. And if I had known, looking back, like if I had known, okay, everything's going to be okay, Carla, like you found a job, you, you move, you managed to move out the house, like you're pretty, you're doing pretty well for yourself. Like I wish I had, I would have been able to know that. Well, I'll tell you this, where you're at right now 
And I know you're in that transition of moving, <laughs> which has been an interesting uh, journey to hear you talk about. Of you're just kind of moving into your own place or moving different places. I'm proud of how you've done thus far. Like, yeah. I know it still feels not too far after high school, but like, I'm proud of where you're at. I'm proud of what you're doing. And like you said, you enjoy what you're doing and it makes you happy and you have opportunities for growth and to continue that. I'm going to have to like pick your brain a little bit because it sounds like you're in a realm or in a type of a business that I am curious about. So we'll yeah. have to see if we can put our heads together and see what we can come up with, because you may have some knowledge in a field that I don't. So yeah, I need to pick your brain. So you are going to be the student who becomes the teacher. And I am about to learn from you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I work in property management. And mm -hmm. what that is, um, well, have you ever lived in an apartment before? I assume mm -hmm. you have. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the people who work in the office, that's property management. So uh, the leasing consultants or leasing agents, the assistant managers, the managers, um, above that, you have the DOs or the regionals and then everybody else who works in corporate. And there's really so much that goes into it. Like you have your construction managers, you have your design people, you have it's really like I can go into so much about that. But mm -hmm. um, I was working for I used to work like on site like at an actual community in the office. And my job was to lease the apartments. The goal was to, you know, keep your occupation high, your lease the apartment, show the apartments, make sure everything looks good, deal with evictions. That part is, could be in the whole other story. Evictions is really sad to actually have to do. But mm. um, now I actually work in the corporate office and Cortland has this kind of unique thing called uh, the leasing hub. I don't know of any other property managements that do this, but the reason that they decided to integrate this is because their traffic and volume is so high that whenever their, their leasing agents are on tour, there's nobody in the office to take calls. So what I do is I get all incoming traffic calls and then I book the appointments and drive the traffic to the office. And so I my job is to pre-qualify them, give them all the information they can, book the appointment um, and have them go to on site. But the interesting thing is that I look over the Colorado part of Cortland. So I'm actually trying to sell something that I've never even seen in person because I haven't been able to visit the Colorado Cortland communities. Mm -hmm. um, we try to have people like not know that we're not on site. People usually think we're on site, but we're not. Right. Um, so sometimes they'll ask me things like, oh, does like this apartment home have like a mountain view? And I'm like, oh, actually, I don't know. But there's good days and there's bad days um, where I work. But I really, really like it. Um, the the culture there is like everyone really works as a team. And I work at a really cool office. We have like a gym and um, a cafeteria that has like Starbucks and all this cool, many cool things. And of course, all the perks of like we get our rent discounted and stuff like that, which is really nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm still intrigued. <laughs> you mentioned that I had your sister in class as well. Yes. Who's the better math student? Definitely, I would say her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and you guys are, are still close? Yeah, we're so close. I might have her listen to this. I, <laughs> I was in the surprise, but 
I'm planning to like ask her to be my maid of honor soon. Aww. Well, well I don't want to ruin it by, well, <laughs> I'll put it like this. The only way she listens to it is if you tell her to listen to it. Cause I don't think, you know, we really rock together on social media or anything. I'm but. sure she's expecting it. So. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, good. I'm excited. I'm excited to plan that. So I'm, I tr- look, I've been looking up at ideas like on Pinterest and TikTok, but I'm like excited to plan how to ask her. And she's, I'm sure she's expecting it and excited to see what, um, what that looks like. Great. I'm excited for that. So you said you haven't started the wedding planning yet. And, and I'm sure whenever you get situated, that'll come. Um, what kind of a wedding do you want? Like a different kind of season, specific location? Like, have you thought about that at all? So I know I definitely would want like a fall wedding. Ooh, fall's I, beautiful. I know that for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Colors, I want like a hunter green color. All the other details, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I want a big wedding, a small wedding. Um, I know Jimmy, he would want a big wedding. He has a really big family, but I don't, uh-huh. uh, which is where I'm like, do I even want a wedding or do I want to go to Europe for two months? I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants a wedding and we'll see. I, I think I would rather put my money towards a house and pay for a wedding. Listen. I don't think anybody would knock that, especially in this type of a market right now. Fall wedding. Well, that sounds absolutely phenomenal. (laughs) Any final thoughts? I've enjoyed this. I always think it's the coolest thing in the world to get messages from former students or to reach out and to see how they're doing. Gosh, I guess I met you 12 years ago. No, I mean, I really, really like doing this. It's a really cool experience. I've never been on a podcast before, um, <laughs> especially with the teacher that I, I mean, I admire. Like, I always like keeping up with all your posts. And, I mean, you're doing counseling now, which is really, really cool. And there's only, like, a, a few teachers that um, have left, like, an imprint. And, my, you know, and you're one of them. So well, it's very cool you. that we got to do this. That's extremely kind and very thoughtful. I appreciate that. Well, as someone who sees you on social media, I'm going to say this. Uh, I'm proud of you and I wish you the best in the future. And I hope all of the best things and blessings come your way. <laughs> Thank you so much. It was so nice catching up. And we'll be in touch soon. So you take yeah. care, get settled in your new place. Thank you. Congrats on that and the engagement. That is a wrap for this episode of Talk Back to the Teacher. I would like to extend a heartfelt thanks to my class of 2015 graduate, former student, Carla Martinez. Thank you for your time. Appreciate you being here. Thank you to all my listeners. Y'all feel free to tap in. Check out the previous episodes. There's some funny stories in there. And some students who were willing to share some really good experiences that they recall from high school and were presently at. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Tap in, subscribe, give your boy five stars. Talking back to the teacher podcast at gmail.com. Also, follow on Instagram, Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. When you subscribe, the media downloads come for every next episode. And you'll get alerts when new episodes are released. Appreciate you. Again, this has been an episode of Talking Back to the Teacher Podcast. Until next time.